we need to start recording this at uh, right after I wake up, so I can have my real yep. a good morning voice on there for about a half an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, like, and I'm just coughing <laughs> for thirty seven yeah. minutes. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Hold on. Mm. Hey, I think there's a market for that. There probably is, <laughs> but I'm sure it's uh, it, the the market for that voice comes from a. 56 year old woman <laughs> like on like yeah some sort of uh skeezy platform is there uh, the opposite of asmr what's that called? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to pencil vomit i'm adam barster <laughs> and i'm bill hallier are we starting yes we'll Let's start. start this thing <laughs> Uh, I know how I'm starting. <laughs> I know what the name of the podcast is. Uh, well, it's all awesome right. to be back here. Yeah, it's fantastic. Week two, uh, both of us here. And um, thank you guys for listening. And thank you for the feedback that we've got. We have actually received questions. That's fantastic. Can you believe it? Yeah. That? And relevant questions, too. Um, both people who had questions actually have connections to us. Um, one person used to work with you, and the other person um, I met at uh, NWI Comic Con when they were in high school. So, wow, fantastic! Yeah, How and cool he act, he did a uh, pinup in Humalian too. Oh, really? So Which one did he do? He did. Um, the one and it's got uh a couple of the robots in the sky and it's kind of painted mm -hmm. um, oh yeah yeah That's so uh, cool yeah and he reached out and he actually graduated from the american academy of art awesome. um yeah his name's nathan and uh nathan's a, i run into him every single time i do a show uh him and his family have been great so uh that's where i mean I guess we could start there. We could start with that question because yeah, it starts sure. with being right out. It, it starts with being right out of school. Mm -hmm. And um, I know people who are in school or uh, whether it's high school, still in college or fresh out of college, uh, kind of go through these same things. Um, I know I do. And it's the question of consistency when you don't have the pressure of the school structure or an assignment from school, uh, how do you maintain consistency um, creating? That's a great question. And man, did I Fantastic. struggle with that myself. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I am the king of procrastination. And um, I always put everything for the last night. I just had this conversation with my wife. Uh, I have so much to do in mm -hmm. so little time, and mm -hmm. I just put it off and put it off. I was like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Same thing with projects, right? When it's the yes. last minute, I'm like, I'm fully invested. I know I have to get it done. Um, but consistently sitting there with your sketchbook or working on a project or, or working just for yourself to get better, it's hard to do. It is. Um, but it's definitely worthwhile to work at it you know there are i'm sure there's some people out there that don't have any problems with that you know different different right. people different schedules you know i 
I know all sorts of people that just have it built in. They, they've got their schedule. They fill it out. You know, they, they uh, follow their bullet points every day. They get right. in their hour of drawing or their hour of warm up sketches or whatever, and that's awesome. It's it's harder for me. I've got to make a schedule. I've got to stick yeah. to it. You know, I've got to work every day like I'm working, whether I'm working or not. Otherwise, right. things start to slip. You know. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I absolutely get that. And that is that's what I've been working towards. I'm still working towards now. I'm not anywhere near uh, perfect. You know, I and you know, as life has got a ton of stuff going on, right? You can't you can't draw every day, even if you wanted to. You know, someday you got to take right. the kids to the doctor, and that's just right. got to you know that's just got to happen. You know, um, but yeah, if you can if you can make a schedule for yourself and stick to it as as well as you can, it will help. It'll help you. Yeah. And and after after a little while, you'll just naturally fall into that, you know? Right. We're creatures of habit. Right, exactly. Right. And if you don't have a habit, you you need to make one. Gotta and, set one up for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I you you don't want like a meth habit, but right. you want <laughs> but like anything well, almost anything but meth. Uh, <laughs> but like once you get in that ha even stopping bad habit mm -hmm. oh yeah um i bit my nails for years it's just a nervous habit that i had and um i just stopped i'm like oh that was easy i just stopped doing it but like even the process like just sitting down and be like oh i need to work today Oh, you know what? I have a game where I have to tap and click and like kill mm. goblins. <laughs> I much rather do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is, it's a bad habit. I mean, we, we are distracted by so many things. Oh, whether it's yeah, this era. Yeah. Everything is made specifically to to call your attention to it. To little, you know, even things that are are great and fun and fine in moderation, you know. Right. You know, looking at a little reddit little video a little game on the phone you know yep instagram facebook but um if you're not careful those become you know they're an hour two hours it's been a right. four you know you've been looking at instagram and like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it, it's that close-up of ren with his like eyes yeah. hugged out and, like all dried out like a fly you're like you can hear his eyelids close because yes. it's so so dry and sandy yeah uh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh -oh. it, it 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 is that you know what something i feel is uh you, you've gotta um not go too hard on yourself for that mm -hmm. I, i've i've definitely fallen into that trap where i get so upset with myself for wasting some time that i waste more time being angry yeah. and like not <laughs> you know it, it's 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 not productive you know the time is gone you've right. you don't feel great about it use that feeling to next time try to remember that you know like you can't beat yourself up forever because you still have to get back to work <laughs> right you 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 have a job to do and, and you have an obligation to yourself to if especially if that's what you want to do as a profession you have the obligation to sit down and kind of manage your time wisely you can put in that hour to two hours of just dicking around as long as it's in your schedule and then yeah, you, you're like oh 
This is my lunchtime from 12 to 2. Then I come back and I work from 2 to 5 or I work from 2 to 6. But most of us uh, have regular full-time jobs, too, that we do this as, uh, uh, I mean, we're creative as kind of a side gig or a secondary gig. So building that into your life with kids, with family, with other responsibilities, I mean, I have learned this past couple years that it is pretty impossible unless I am working with my students, actively working and working on the project with them and trying to make it fit for me, mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to get anything done at home. Like to come home because I don't want, I just, I talked for six hours and mm -hmm. I, I've kind of like, I'm showing people how, how not to make mistakes, but here mm -hmm. I am. I'm making that mistake when I get home. <laughs> I'm yelling at somebody, hey, you're not working. I go home and hey, I'm not working. But it's, I mean, you're you're exhausted, you, and you you're entitled to that too. Absolutely. You know that reminds yeah. me. I I hear it all the time, and I have some issues with it. You know that that famous saying about uh, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Right. How, how do you how do you feel about <laughs> that saying? How do you feel it, about that idea? Because I have some issues with it personally. Um, there is. There is a part of me that is uh, right. Uh, I'm not I'm not sad that I am able to make a living doing art. And, right. You know, it's it is incredible. It really is, and yeah. I am very very thankful for that. Um, but there is a part of me that wonders if um I would enjoy art more if I was just making it for myself, and right not. not as a living you know it really changes things it changes your relationship with it when you're doing it it, it changes it not only with you know obviously you're the stuff you're making for other people that's right that's obviously different you know you're making a product for somebody else for something that's you know in interesting entertaining whatever uh it's different than the stuff you make because you feel the need to or you know you're you're driven to create something but it still changes that as well you know it yeah. really does and like you're saying you come home from a, a day of talking art making art showing people how to do that sort of thing you've used a lot of your stores uh, your art stores your art right. energy you know and now you've got to do more of that but for yourself and while that is probably more fun and more rewarding in some ways you know little dopamine receptors popping in your brain right. Um, it's still to get rolling. You've got to overcome that. Like, oh my, my gas tank is is low. Yeah. You know, I am I am out, and yeah, that's why I I kind of feed off of the energy that I get from the classroom. Too. That's great. Um, that is great, especially when you have talented students, like naturally talented students, mm -hmm. because I can train anybody to use Photoshop, Illustrator, and do graphic design stuff. Right. But you have those kids who just have that like that little bit of a spark and you're like, oh, I can see that it's more than just I have to take this class or I'm mm -hmm. not going to graduate kind of. Mm -hmm. So you get kind of jazzed about that and you you try to like guide them and tell them like high school is the place to make mistakes. Right. And like. I wish I had a teacher that yeah. told me that that would be super 
a great headspace to be in. Because <laughs> and my my reasoning is like you don't have a full time job. You might have a part time job. You don't have to pay rent. Yeah. You don't have children to take care of. Mm-hmm. You don't have a mortgage. And, yeah. yeah. You you are like you are living it up. So make all the mistakes creatively and kind of push your, yourself to that. Because once it does get to that, where you're feeding yourself and you're living client to client and job to job. Yeah. That changes things quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it, it is a, it is a job and you are as much as you love it, as much as you love the process, that process now pays the bills. That mm-hmm. process, it, it, it like you were saying, it just changes your your dynamic. It changes your approach. It changes how because you have to put something else into it rather than you're putting somebody else's energy into a project. You and again, you have to feed off of the client, maybe, and you have to say, okay, oh, we're really hyped about this thing, and you're like, really, this is what you're hyped <laughs> about. You're you're hyped about like. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like the worst part, like, uh, like, oh, uh, maggots. Like, we're, maggots <laughs> are now the thing. It's like maggots, like, maggots, oh, maggots. You get a new box, a box of magnet, maggots, magnet, maggots. You're uh, selling me on this already. I'm into it. <laughs> but it, it is. It's like I'm not into maggots at all. Mm-hmm. Like those are gross. Like, like, but I have to do this whole thing in like around maggots. Like I, I, how do you how do you do that? Like, how do you it's get true. in that headspace? That is an interesting thing. That is another a real helpful thing to have. Not everybody has it, but it is something to work on if you want to do art, um, freelance, or you know, for different yeah. companies and different customers. Is a way to. Uh, it's almost like you're a detective. You want to be able to you want to be interested in finding a way to be interested yeah so like one of the first things that you have to do when you get a job like that is like okay what about maggots is interesting to me (laughs) how how can i make this maggot job something that you know works for me maybe you know and there are a lot of different ways you know that you can use that to like all right i've been meaning to work on my skills of drawing a bunch of little squiggly legs or something you know right really i can really play that up or something or you know my design sense i can use i can really work on that but you and i have that sort of sensibility right so we have like this true macabre sensibility where we could probably pull ourselves into maggots like sure (laughs) like like, all right i i could kind of get into this but you have that person who all they do like listen i am a rainbows and Mm -hmm. like now i have to draw these disgusting vile creatures that feed on the dead (laughs) like that that i mean yes you already have to we like you have that predilection to weirdness but if you don't have that like i've lost jobs because i don't have the cutesy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thing like i don't I, I mean, I could draw a gummy bear, like I'm fine with that, but I don't know if I really necessarily have the connection to want to do that day in and day out. 
unless it was for Disney revising the Gummy Bears cartoon. <laughs> and if you hear me, are you listening, Disney? Yeah, are, are you listening? I mean, you are our government. Um, so, <laughs> is so, that why those mouse ears are on top of everything around here? Yeah, oh, I mean, they're, it's starting they're, to come together. My entire house is owned by the mouse. I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, it. It uh, is honestly, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's not. It's not easy, and that, that's something you've got to work on too. Is being able to find a way to interest yourself in the things you're doing, you know, or, or also be able to say, you know what, this is not for me and that's okay. Yeah. You know? uh, and that is, boy, that, that was hard for me too. Like, you know, yeah. especially when you're, you're living like job to job to come across a yeah. job and be like, there was a time where I just took everything, you know, anything. But you have like... to do that when you're starting out. Exactly. You, exactly. you take everything just to build relationships. Exactly. And, and that worked, but after a while there would be, you know, I I'd go through a job or two where I realized this is a nightmare hellscape for me doing right. this. Let's uh, I shouldn't accept these kinds of jobs anymore. They're just, they're just too much and not worth the money and the, the time, the, the wear and tear it takes on my, my soul or my brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I've, I had to start turning some things down and, you know, it was it was hard at first, but I I think time has proven that it's worth it. You know, yeah. Something else comes up along the way that you wouldn't have been able to do if you were in the middle of something else. You know, right. And um, that it, it, all that has to happen is once, and you realize, okay, I'd much rather be doing this than that other job. Thank God I said no. <laughs> right. And I think yeah. that's an, another great another great thing to think about, guys. Is uh, Adam. Myself, we um, we've got our own projects in the mix, so right. I think it's always a good idea to have your own thing on the side. Maybe it's not something you're actively pursuing, say, and like at the moment, but right. but have you've got ideas, you've got things that you're interested in. Have other things sitting there, so when there is a week, a two weeks, maybe a month where nothing has come in, you still can work every day. You still can stay on that schedule you've set for yourself and you can be working on something that maybe you can end up using, you know, down the line. Or that becomes your gig. Well, exactly. That might, you know, that could become the thing that you start doing and you start posting those things online, showing it to people. Yep. And suddenly you're able to do that instead. How amazing would that be? You know? Well, so, how, how does that, I don't know. I, I am not actively seeking like projects mm -hmm. and like, I mean, I, I just think, I, I mean, I don't have the time outside of the stuff that I do um, and the people that I already have in place. But when you are actively going at um, shit, I lost my train of thought. When... <laughs> <laughs> It, it was good. I swear it was good. When you are doing those things now with social media, that's where I was going to go. Mm -hmm. So in this age where everybody's connected, where you can message anybody in the world and ask them if they're looking for like gigs or if they're looking for an artist or they're looking for somebody to work with, how much of that 
is useful and how much of it is just noise? That is a good question. That that is a good question. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I don't. I I've never been on the receiving end of that. You know. I've always been okay. the guy out there looking for stuff. So I've had people come to me saying, "Hey, we'd like you to work on this." I don't know. I've definitely sent my feelers out there. I've sent my projects, my ideas. You know, my name yeah. out there, and I've I've gotten you know responses or not. I just don't know how that falls on those ears you know right the the things that i've seen i've often been you know sitting in uh an office working at a desk quietly and had the producers forget that i'm there so I, i feel like i've gotten a little bit of a glimpse into some of that lifestyle and they're out there just like anybody else they're on instagram and they're like right i see this guy's art every day i see this this girl's drawings, she's got a super cool style. Let's contact her and see if she's up for this. She'd make an awesome, you know, Claritin ad or whatever. Right. Let's go see if we can get her. They're they're literally on their phones, they're on their iPads looking at an Instagram, using it as a you know, a, a pool uh, of uh yeah. talent. So, you know, if you if you're making your artwork and you're putting it out there somewhere that people can see it um in this day and age it's be it, it it's going to get back to you sooner or later you know that's kind of where i was going it's like the eyeballs on the work even yeah. if it's i mean even if you only have like 23 followers it's going to end up in somebody's algorithm somewhere absolutely absolutely yeah. it's so amazing that that stuff when when i started out it was nothing like that at all no no it was so different you know like uh yeah watching that stuff grow and appear is like it's like magic and it's awesome and a little scary and crazy you know like i i i worry about like a young me being deluged with all this incredible artwork from all across the world you know before you would see only the stuff that ever got made or produced you know right you would see the book, you'd see the comic, you'd see the t-shirt and the and the movie, and you'd be like, okay, that's that's cool. I can work towards that, you know? But today you see thousands of pieces that are incredible, incredible. Right. That aren't for anything other than just, you know, like enjoyment, personal enjoyment. And it's like, that's the most beautiful drawing I've ever seen. Awesome. That's great. Well, well here's another like, thousand of them. <laughs> why aren't they doing something? But right? chances are they probably are. They probably and it's are. just outside work. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, I like to tell uh, again, we, we go back to that like comparing ourselves to other artists and like like, oh, this person's so good, and why am I not that good? And talk about practice, but I think that instagram and all these things have ruined or actually caused that to happen more absolutely because you're only seeing the finished work and you're not seeing the hundreds of sketches behind the scenes yeah yeah which is too bad because i would love to see those hundreds of sketches oh i'm such a process junkie (laughs) i so primal came back last night did it oh yeah so gorgeous what a show that like i want them just to release the art book yeah and show me everything i hope they will 
all I see is the amazing animation and like this great music and um it it kills me that it's so good and that guy oh Tartakovsky is so good so good like every samurai jack like everything has just been I don't know the guy's special yeah and I wish his, I wish his Popeye would get no, me. me too man this stuff looked amazing it looked amazing yeah. His sense of um, shape and balance, like it's oh. incredible. The, the character design, the is is so wild. Like the I, the movement. I mean, it's just it's the simplicity or the economy of of line. Yes, and it just it just flows. And the color's so good in that show too. Like right. it's it works together so well. Um. Yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. I didn't know it was back. I'm stoked. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to go check that out immediately. And that's it's so weekly. Cool. So, well, that's the only bummer is it's weekly. But I will, I mean, I am all in on that show. So, yeah, weekly is fine. And then I can always go back and watch the first season. Yeah. If I need more of a fix. <laughs> but so those guys I, are out there. They're posting stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they're still working. But, like, then you look at the guys who are still, like, uh phil Tippett, i think just joined instagram oh really because he just released mad god oh man i saw and the heck out of it, that i have not seen it yet and i want to watch it it looks amazing it i've is. seen like he's been working on it forever and like you you watch and you're like you just watch his like follower count grow mm -hmm. and you're still like why don't you have like 48 gajillion followers and it's like you are the guy who did the adats right yeah <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, much at, good stuff at 209 is like yeah so they'll figure it out they'll yeah. figure it out but that man got out there yeah it's so wild and so man something else like very every, cool every frame has got so much packed into it you know you have to watch it three or four times to even start getting you scratch the surface visually but there hasn't been a movie like that. I, I I think, I don't know. I always think back to like Twice Upon a Time, that paper cutout stop motion animated movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't think I've seen Lu that. Lucasfilm released it um, in the 80s, mid 80s. Mm -hmm. And it is such a special movie and kind of a cultish movie. I don't mm -hmm. even think you can find it anymore. Um, Twice Upon and, a Time. Yeah. And it, it's it's another one of those movies where it's so lush, and and you watch it a couple times and you're like, oh, how did I miss that? And that, like a lot of dialogue and mm -hmm. and and jokey stuff, but there there hasn't been one of those movies that are that dense in a long time for creatives just to sit down and look at. Yeah, yeah. I I used to watch like Jan Svankmeyer stop stop mo like a oh, stop motion. Yeah. And uh, that stuff is the the Mad God's got a lot of that sort of thing. All that great oh. stop motion stuff, you know, um, really dark and atmospheric. And there's something to be said for all the texture that you get out of real right. fabric, you know, and real, even if they're small, small scale, you know, real glass with real yeah. light passing through it is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah that's uh, it's 
I haven't seen anything like that in a long, long time. It feels like very cool. I I am excited. I'm gonna go log into Shutter here in a minute. Yeah, sure. not an not an ad for Shutter, but if, hey, Shutter, if you want to advertise, freak out. We love it. Pencil, yeah, couple Pencil of horror books. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll shill for anybody. Bike it in. Come on. No. <laughs> and that's and that's how you do it, guys. That's how you make yeah. it. <laughs> well, that goes into our 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 second um our second question. Let's see here. Yeah, this uh, is the one from Bob. From Bob, yeah. Uh one thing I personally have never been able to crack is how to successfully live, thrive, and survive as a full-time freelancer contractor. Uh I've never been exactly sure where to get gigs, uh agencies, conventions with a various degrees of success. Uh, some people can naturally hustle and schmooze, but I'm missing that gene. Uh, yeah, I mean, that gene is, I, I think I, uh, I mean, I can talk to people. Um, I'm naturally an introvert though. And I think a lot of creatives are naturally introverted. So that schmoozing thing, um, is missing. Uh, we have a, a, a friend, Julio, mm -hmm. who is a, I, that guy is always hustling. Yes. Absolutely. And that it's in his gene and, and, and genes and he kind of makes things happen for himself and that's what i think that's what you have to do as a freelancer like you said you you just send everything you just see what sticks yeah you send it out there into the world uh like uh blowing on a dandelion seed you put out hundreds yeah. and try not to worry too much about where they land and if any of them come back to you or not you know and right it's uh you know send them out and then try to forget and then move on <laughs> and send out some other things you know um but for me honestly i i've i i'm i'm right there with bob um i uh um most of the stuff i you know i i've i've put stuff up on on sites and gone through a contractor and uh that didn't do a whole lot for me what what worked for me was friends and people yeah that's what it was um all the people i've met all the friendships i've made um turned into you know hey i don't have enough time to do this gig but yeah. i think you'd be perfect for it you want me to you want me to give them your name yes i'd love that thanks and then they contact me and they're like oh we like you we love your buddy he said you're great you want to try this out let's do it and then um, that worked out. And then they come back to me a couple weeks later for another thing. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, so that's really, that's been where most of my contacts have come from has, has been, uh, just being friendly and open and, you know, trying to do a good job. <laughs> word, word of mouth is an incredible thing for your work and Absolutely. having people who are willing to kind of put your name into the bucket. It's and and kind of and go to bat for you from time to time mm -hmm. is is really really cool because i mean i wouldn't have the smugglers uh label thing if it wasn't for my relationship with grindhouse so it's like sense. friendship and like work that i've done with grindhouse and they're amazing uh grindhouse cafe is a coffee shop in griffith indiana for those of you who are not uh from the region um but yeah, it just, it, it is really amazing. And then 
work that I've done with Dave has led to other connections with other people and different things. And it, it's, it's nice. And then relationships that I have with agencies like ad agencies, they have sent me work and they've sent my name to other clients. It may work. It may not, but they're still talking about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're still, you're still in that conversation and it might not be a right fit for you, but you're still there. And um, even if you start local, I think you you can even start small with stuff like that. Send it, send something out to, if you're a logo designer, send, look at all the bad logos out there. Oh, so many. <laughs> go, go any small business convention and look at anybody's business card and sit there and go, give me a shot. Let me help you out and work, work that way too. I mean, it conventions that way. I mean, it it is more handing out cards and just say, Hey, give me a call and then following up. But if you don't follow up, they're going to, they're going to forget about you because they've got a stack of other business cards, but not many things that I have seen at small business conventions, I don't see designers. I don't see creatives there necessarily. I just see local businesses. Like if you go to a chamber of commerce and you look down their list, how many creative studios are in there unless they've been established for 30 years. That makes sense. You'd kind of stand out at something like that. Right. Which would be a great thing. Yeah. And it gives you it gives you a different sandbox to play in. It might not be the one you want to play in, but it will give you stuff for your book and get, let you grow. And then you move on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about Bob's question today and I was yeah. thinking um, how lucky uh, an, uh, another thing, another place where I was lucky is when I worked with Bob, we worked in, uh, we were all very young and we worked in this studio that at its largest had about 30 artists working in it which I didn't know it at the time, but was a huge deal. Yeah. There were 30 hungry guys that were all roughly my age in their early twenties. You know, the oldest guy was like in his, I I was like, like maybe 30 and everyone was like, Oh my God, who's this 30 year old (laughs) dude? You know, we we better, we better be on our best behavior. No one could swear anymore because he's dancing in the room. (laughs) Right. And then he turned out to be the filthiest of all, (laughs) (laughs) but those 30 guys, they're, the guys in there are so ridiculous. Like I've gotten, you know, made so many good friendships there and yeah. so many contacts through those guys, those original, like that original core group, but that is a big core group, you know, yeah. that's a goodly amount of people from all over the place. And I think that's been a big part of it too, is, you know, there's just an incredible amount of talent in there just starting out, right. you know? And then 10 years down the road, you know, people have moved on to other places and um, there's 30 different places where these, these we, we're all at, you know? Right. And um, sometimes you can help out your friends, you know, be great to work with your pal again. You know, I know yeah. he's, he's great. He'd be great to work with on this. I, I know a lot, a lot of jobs get picked that way. Not exactly how great you are at your job but how easy you are to get along with during the job. Are you 
personable? Are you amicable? Are right. you are you gonna are you friendly and open? You know, um, ah, maybe he's not the best painter or whatever, but I never have an argument with him about how the right. painting should be done. I'd rather hire this guy, so I we we just get it done the way I want, without having a to go through the ringer with it. You know, so there's something to be said about being open and being nice and friendly and uh, <laughs> making as many friends as you can. But reaching back out to those people too, from time to time, like, Hey, what's going on? What are you working on? Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I again, my creative group of friends, I mean, I can say it started about seven years ago, but like before that I was, out on my own because I was working at a marketing firm or I was working like in a corporate gig. Mm -hmm. And again, it was word of mouth that way too. So it was working with a marketing director that you become friends with and then they give you a gig and then you reach out to them. Hey, what are you working on now? Do you have anything for me? Um, but sometimes freelancing doesn't work. Sometimes you just can't get that. I don't know. You, you just can't get it going. You can't find enough clients to survive. And you just, uh, I know a lot of people who just stop freelancing. It is. And they have, yeah. It is pretty tiring. It is. Yeah. It can be pretty exhausting sometimes. Um, but you know what? Interestingly enough, um, I don't know if anyone listens to Smartless, but I love this show. I love the hell out of yeah. this show. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. And, it constantly comes up with them. These guys are three top tier actors. Right. Who are in demand. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? And yet every single one of them multiple times over the course of the last year of their podcast has brought up like that downtime in between one job and the next job where they're certain they're not going to get another one. Well, that was it. Right. The last one. I hope I have things socked away because I'm never working again. It's been a week, you know, it's been yeah, two weeks, right. maybe a month or something, but like the, I mean, these are guys that are doing fantastic things that we see and love every day, you know, and even they are worried about when that next job is coming in. You know what I mean? And it's not easy. And no, um, you, I don't, I don't think you should be scared or worried if you're worried because that is 100% natural. <laughs> even the, even the people at the top in between, in between gigs are worrying about the next one, where that next one's coming in. That's, but if you're totally not worried, what are you doing it for? Like if you don't have that little bit of like, that's an interesting, yeah, no, that's very true. Like what? Like you have to have that drive at it. You have to want to do it. And, Everything is is scary that you, I mean, the first time you, like, I don't know, you ride a bike, it's scary. But you get used to it. You get used to that fear and you kind of, like, embrace it. There were, I mean, like you were, like, people at the top, like, every time they, like, before they go on stage, they have to throw up. Right, yep. They're that nervous. And, like when you're sitting like i'm sitting here fidgeting right now with mm -hmm. my hands because <laughs> i'm nervous i am like i mean i'm nowhere near the top i'm like you know bottom of a barrel with a dead flopping fish well, not I saying am... bill is a dead flopping fish <laughs> but 
Oh boy, yeah. here it comes. <laughs> here, here come the insult comedy. I am 100% colored the same mm. as a dead flopping fish. Mm. So I can see where you'd get that impression. Yeah. And... Fish belly white, oh. I believe. <laughs> my, that's my crayon. <laughs> it's not Please pure Crayola, white. Make it. It's not yeah. pure white. There's a little bit of yellow, a little bit of silver yeah. in there, tiny hints yeah. of blue. Yeah, they're, they're little speckles. Yeah, so yeah many, exactly. Like, yeah. They leave Reflex. little veins behind. Hmm, this is <laughs> this is distressing. <laughs> I don't want you coloring with this crayon anymore. Yeah, put this away. <laughs> Why did they make this? I, I'm questioning all their decisions. <laughs> oh, it was the same marketing firm who asked for maggots. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone's got to put a stop to them. <laughs> oh, they're going out of business. Um, But yeah, I mean, schmoozing hustling like getting in there i mean don't be a kiss ass like no no one wants that no one wants to like oh i like you don't want to seem desperate but you yes. also want to eat <laughs> so <laughs> so there's a fine i guess there's a fine line between it, those it, two things there's a fine line yeah yeah and it it might take a, a little while to nail it down which is yeah. the best tack to take you know yeah but, uh, even writing a i think even writing a script for things like that especially and, and bullet pointing things that you want to discuss in a meeting yes, or that is if a you good wanna, idea like, yeah give, give yourself i mean if you're gonna set set yourself up where you're you're committing to working a set schedule anyway and you're trying to figure out consistency sit down with a list of things that you want and you don't want in a job so when you actually do get that call or you get that email, you have something to refer back to because chances are you're not sitting there actively thinking about that yeah, either. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, any any chance you can give yourself, yeah, uh, is is great, and that's a good one. That you might be there might be things you might forget in the rush of pleasure of someone saying, "Hey, we like what you do. Can we give you some money to do some stuff for us?" You might right. forget like. Oh, I don't like doing half of that. <laughs> and you might just say, "Yes, I will do it." But if you have that those bullet points, it might give you some pause, yeah. give you some thought. You know, it's so it's just it's just a good idea to to have that there. I think that's really thoughtful. Yeah, I try to think if there's anything. I don't know. I got kind of. I'm gonna. Uh, go out and say like i got tired of freelancing and hunting people down for money and um that's not the entire reason i decided to teach one i mean but i mean getting out of that game because it's like oh this client owes me a thousand dollars am i going to see this thousand dollars or are they and you send an email and you send an email to whoever their boss is and like their boss's boss. And you're like, you owe me money. Like I've, I had to eat $600 mm -hmm. before because of that. So being a, a, a freelancer is great, but there is the downside of people taking, trying to take advantage of you if you don't have a contract. Yeah. If you've just, I mean, even if it's just a, a handshake, you're like, yep, we're working together. 
and you've got all the paper trails in the world. What are you going to do? Take them to court? Right. For 600 bucks? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And that you do run into that every once in a yeah. while. Not all the time. No, I don't no, want to, no. I don't want to scare anybody out there, but, uh, you, 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 you want to protect your work and your value as a creative because you all have value and stop selling yourself short. Stop making logos for $25, please. Even if you're fish belly white. <laughs> Even if it's fish belly white. Oh, it's good to hear. Good, good to hear. That sounds <laughs> fish belly white sounds like a Delta Blues guy. <laughs> Come down good. to in's mouth. <laughs> good good evening, Chicago. I'm fish belly white. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna sing you some songs about the great guy Cthulhu. Come on, I know that right now. <laughs> I would buy I there has to be a lost bluesman. Oh man, I who, would I would love that. I would so be into that. <laughs> I, like, yeah, like a blind bluesman who lost his eyesight because he went crazy. Mm -hmm. Saw the and, like madness. Yeah, like uh, that is great. I love that. And that's all he sings about. And he travels. He travels the the Mississippi, mm -hmm. like singing about his encounter. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's another good one. Co co cut that, copyright cut that trademark. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, a, that one's like we we own that. We that's own the that. next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that movie. Do we know any blues men? <laughs> do, do we know anybody who wants to buy this movie? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because that would. I mean, but oh man. And I mean, freelancing that way is totally different too, where you are working script to script or book to book, mm -hmm. and you're a work for hire uh, person on uh, uh, one of the the big comic book companies, and three months down the road, they're like, "Oh, we got a three issue arc for you." Great. After that, you don't hear from them for three years. Right. Eh, yeah. You're. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's scary. That's got to be a weird way to, to live. I mean, it's got to be great because, yeah, you're you're doing something almost everybody is going to see. But then, like, when is your time up? When's the next new style coming in? When's the next <laughs> new, like, oh, pouches are out. Now it's, uh, now it's uh, tight latex leather suits like now that's out now it's back to uh just belts belts everywhere <laughs> no pouches just belts just belts and then chains chains everywhere <laughs> yeah it's got to be weird to roll with those those times too you know yeah. in a world where walter simonson is uh uh too oldie timey who, who How knows is... who knows what you know anything? <laughs> but he's anything still, done. but he's still actively making books that are yeah. selling incredible comics. Yeah, yeah, and they look beautiful. They look awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's guy. That's a guy who has has 
aged and done his done the same thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't think anything about his work has changed other than like it uh, i don't know maybe my viewpoint on it has changed and it's just gotten better like i think yeah (laughs) yeah he he really hit a point and like uh it's just it had such a cool style and just stuck it stuck with it you know yep that's but without him, you don't have Eric Larson. You no. don't have like you. I mean, there. I mean, there's a direct line there. Um, but you don't have a lot of that that '90s style without him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's got to be tough uh, freelancing in the comics business. Yeah. And, um, I only know the indie side of it. You know, small. Right. You know three issue arc six issues or whatever maybe a small graphic novel or something but never the idea where well you might be working for a year on a book or and possibly more you know depending on how it goes and then maybe you're just not anymore you know yeah that that kind of thing has got to be very nerve-wracking and um interesting i don't know yeah i how do how does that work? You're like, oh, I'm locked in for a 12 issue arc, and they cancel me after two. Yeah. Hey, if anyone out there listening to this yeah. has gone through it, right? Please hit us up. I'd love to hear <laughs> how it goes. I'd be very interested in hearing that. Yeah i i I hope we didn't touch a chord. Like somebody's now just like crying in their shower. <laughs> like, why? Man, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I. But again, that's got to be one of those things where you just roll with the punches. Yeah. You're like, oh, this thing didn't work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the right time for this. So maybe you scrap that and recycle it somewhere else. You put yeah. that, like, especially like as a writer, you're like, oh, this idea, like, I still have a connection to it, but I'm just going to shove that away and maybe something else will come up. Maybe another job will come up. But yeah. Have I mean, you seen, uh, we've got Miracle Man. Um, we've got uh, Neil Gaiman's Miracle yeah. Man restarting after 30 years the storyline he started 30 years ago and never completed is coming back and they're going to finish it along with the artist who was drawing it at the time Mark Buckingham so if, what? if you never if something like that doesn't like blow your, your mind did they just <laughs> announce this like officially? I don't. I, just, I read it today in Comic Shop News. They had a big front page thing about it. They've been talking about it. He's been talking about bringing it back ever since they canceled it, right? Thirty years ago, you know. And I've always been looking forward to see the uh, the end of that story. Thirty years in the yeah. making. Wow. So it's coming back to Marvel. Well, yeah, I know. I knew Marvel had bought the right or re- re- got the rights through how whatever back alley dealing that happened and that they were trying to integrate him into the Marvel universe somehow. Mm -hmm. So unnecessary. Yeah. Right up there with right, right up there in my opinion with uh, um, the Watchmen being integrated into the DC universe. Might as well. It's like, might as well miss the point completely guys. (laughs) It's these, it's these pocket universes, these like things that stand alone that are the special things right like i just think they're too you know you can tell certain kinds of stories with 
with uh, huge ongoing characters that have these immense histories behind them. And that's awesome. And you can tell that special kind of story that like, you know, ends with a cliffhanger every month and draws you along. That's a kind of story that you can tell. But then there's these, these other stories, these finite stories with where you can kill everyone in New York, you know, or, right. or like have Batman die at the end or something. And, and that's a different kind of story. And that's just as valid. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't need yeah. to have anything to do with anything else. You know, it's, it's just its own story. There you go. Awesome. Just, it's just incredible. Move. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to revisit it. Not everything yeah. needs a reboot. Not everything needs a rehash. Not everything. But, uh, I would I would take Hong Kong Pui and uh, gummy bears. And... <laughs> <laughs> I would but, love to see that. Yeah. Bob, if you're out there listening, I know you'd be into the Hong Kong Pui too, bud. Thanks for the question. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Um, questions are great. So keep them coming. Um, you can get those uh, to us either on Instagram, uh, at Pencil Vomit, uh, or... Uh, I received through my personal Facebook, uh, uh, well, not my per- my art page, which is the Art of Adam Barster uh, on Facebook. That's a good but, one. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, like, just email us, uh, gmail.com And we'd love to talk about, I mean, this, the two questions took up an entire hour. And they, they were particularly yeah. thoughtful questions. Thank you, guys. And what was nice is they did kind of overlap mm-hmm. a lot. Absolutely. And um, art does overlap. It does, uh, whether you're starting out or you've been in the game for 20 years, uh, there's a lot. There's things that we can learn at both ends of the spectrum. And hopefully you learn them early on so you don't make mistakes when you, <laughs> you're older. Um, yeah, don't sign a bad deal. <laughs> right thank you what jack you kirby yeah. we are yeah, we're you learning own... <laughs> oh you're own, you own my children now um I mean, how did this happen oh man if only guys <laughs> they will not shut up <laughs> oh, somebody buy them uh, but uh yeah i i think uh i think that's a good place to stop so again thanks everybody for listening um we do have a patreon uh that maybe we will get to at some point uh we have the instagram page we have our email um anything else uh that you guys want to hear from us or 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 think we should do let us know yeah yeah if you think we should do a video video podcast if we should uh do some live stream drawing uh where uh, we just do that. I was doing the weekly prompts, the weekly uh, pencil vomit prompts, instead of like a monthly art challenge kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll start posting those again. I have a yeah, whole book. Yeah, those were great. Yeah. I, think, I think you should yeah. tuck back into those. I thought that was really cool. I was yeah, using I them have... to do some warm-up sketches. But you need to post them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, uh, and that's fine. Uh, so yeah, we'll get back to posting those. Hopefully, uh, we can get some more engagement with you guys. Oh, buzzword! Ugh. Uh, <laughs> engagement. I would like my audience engagement to rise. Um, God, 
Yeah. Gross. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're really making a podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks so much. See ya. Bye.